0: Baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship. For the next hour, here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All
1: right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 977 La Edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, Tabor, run right of the board. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. We're brought to you, as always, by the good doctor, David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care, folks. You're going to get for your small animal anywhere in the free world. Go see them on US 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. You're welcome to chime in on the text line. You can even call us this summer, and we'll accept your phone call and look forward to it, especially if you disagree with us, which is impossible because we're right on everything. But uh, nonetheless, Washita Valley Federal Credit Union Text Line Hotline 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762. 888-993-7762, 7762
2: Just ask our attorneys, we're always right. Uh, ask our
1: attorneys, we're always right. Of course, they're always right. Uh, you know what amazes me is you got people that get upset. Right now, there's nothing going on in sports, right? I mean... Uh, Really. I mean, the College World Series is over. Major League Baseball, eh, it's a while for the playoffs. Basketball is over. The free agency in basketball going on, you got people going, yeah, but we can talk about the backup place kicker for Northwestern State. you got the biggest free agent in sports ever in the history of sports that just signed the other day with the Lakers, with LeBron. Uh, By the way, the Lakers are no closer to the NBA Finals. Uh, uh, They're closer than they were without him. But uh, some of the cats he's bringing with him: Lance Stevenson. Are you kidding? Javale McGee, really? I mean, it's
2: going to be interesting.
1: I mean, get Guerrero and Kramer and call it—you know—call it a day because those cats aren't very good. Julius Randall bails to your New Orleans. Whoa, what a day for the Pelicans yesterday! Uh. You uh, you lose Boogie Cousins, which was not that unexpected. I don't really think they wanted him. And Jamie, there's a lot of people that don't want Boogie Cousins. He destroys locker rooms. Here's the exception. We're going to call this the Dennis Rodman rule. Okay. When Dennis Rodman got booted out of San Antonio, when it, well, first of all, when he left the world champion Pistons to go to the second-time, three-time world champion Bulls, there was a vetting process. Rodman was dead broke. Uh, nothing was going on well for him, bad decisions. They vetted him. They thought they could manage him. They let him do his WWE stuff and all the LeVar Ball-type uh, things he was engaged in. Dude came in, played defense, rebounded. It was an integral part of the Bulls' last three World Championships. Jordan retires or, or goes to the Wizards and does his, ba- his stuff, and Rodman becomes just uh, a non-productive nut at that point. <laughs> San Antonio, Dallas, he's a disaster, So, which tells you if you have nuts – that are unchecked by stronger personalities in a winning culture, they go crazy. They do. All right? So same principle here with, with DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins, I will tell you, and I know Tabers uh, got the man crush on him, I don't think there's a bit a better center talent-wise in the world than DeMarcus, than DeMarcus Cousins. Talent-wise, guys off the radar. He, he's off the charts. What he brings to the table is, is the wide receiver diva mentality. He's always, you know, it's DeMarcus Cousins against this guy, against that guy, against the referees, against the coaches. He's always looking for somebody to get in conflict with. And if it's not the other team, it's his own team or, or someone. So that's an issue. That's why he's never won. Bottom line, dude just never won in the NBA at any respectable level. And there's a lot of guys like that. You put him on the Golden State Warriors. Who've won three out of their last four, and arguably should have won all four. You got four other NBA All-Stars, including two MVPs with, with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. He's going on a one year deal. Let me tell you why this is smart. He's going on a one year minimal contract. Make good. He is going to go, and he's probably, I uh, despite what he says, he's probably not going to play until December. Correct. It's sort of like Tom Brady when he got suspended those four games. Those were uh games his body didn't have to take the endurance on, right? So he comes in at midseason, and he's he's ready to go. He's got a, a, a hall pass for the first quarter of the season. Cousin's going to be the same way. So where he would irritate the living stew out of people, odds are when he doesn't start before Christmas, that's going to be a limited amount. They'll be able to work him in a lineup. They will figure out a way to play him. Again, you got the other four tremendous athletes. Cousins can't guard on the perimeter, but he gives them an inside presence that they've never experienced before. I think it's a good move. They're going to win a championship. DeMarcus Cousins likely in a slower playoff situation will be a huge factor in that. And he'll sign a max somewhere. And then he'll go back to being a complete idiot that
2: he is. That's, that's what's going to happen. I think a lot of certainly – you know the arrows are the if you want to go by on a track record yeah i mean that's a, that's a, a possibility uh hard to believe that rajon rondo was signed by the lakers for more than boogie cousins by the warriors but i digress nothing
1: to do with money right rajon rondo is i'm not a rondo fan for i don't like cousins i don't like rondo and for much of the same reason but i'll tell you this about rondo rondo if he could shoot would be among the very elite point guards in basketball. The guy has a, The guy's probably going to be a really good coach.
2: The way he distributes the well,
1: ball, yeah. Well, he's no, just knowledge of the game. And, but. you know, if you hear LeBron James talk, LeBron James has a very high basketball IQ. And, and I know people hate LeBron and all this stuff, so whatever. Uh, the dude does have a very, very good basketball IQ. And as a GM, he's not very good. Uh, we'll see how he coaches. But anyway, LeBron is has uh, got to figure this out. He wants a high IQ guard with him. Rondo is that he just can't shoot. But if you look at LeBron's success, LeBron has always been around guys that can shoot the basketball. You have got to put people that because he's gonna he's gonna command triple teams, double and triple teams. Rondo can't shoot. Uh, the ball kid. I mean, he you know he can't shoot. I mean he's awful. He's got that slingshot, sidewinder, batfish-looking shot. Despite what his daddy says, do can't shoot. Not good enough to where they're gonna guard you. So that made ball trade bait. If, if ball lasts the summer, I'll be amazed. And he's got the meniscus issues. And so if you look at um, if you look at the Lakers and who they've brought in, JaVel McGee, Yeah, I mean, Javel McGee is a I know he's on the Warriors. At best he's a he's probably a D plus C minus player. Lance Stevenson, C minus player. Um Kuzma, too early to tell. I think he's promising. Then you got Clarkson and all those other cats that he got rid of in midterm, and now they're back. So they're going to be. So how good are the Lakers really going to be right now? Eh, not sure. Maybe they get the kid uh, from, uh, what's the kid's name from Houston? Capella? Yeah, maybe they get Capella.
2: I don't know. They still uh, got nobody
1: can shoot, Jamie. That's the issue with the Lakers. They got nobody can shoot.
2: He's probably, Clint Capella is probably the biggest name still out there right now, or one of the biggest. Certainly, along with Tyreek Evans and a, and a few others, but good lord, Tyre- another guy that can't shoot. Yeah, um, lots of lots to digest with with Boogie. Um, do you? I heard you say this. And I, I I wasn't quite sure. You said you probably think the the Pelicans were were willing to let him walk. Yeah, I, I think the Pelicans, as well as Rondo.
1: No, I don't think they really wanted to have Rondo. But look, you get these guys on a one year deal, and I hate to break it, and Sean is going to hate me for saying this. New Orleans is not a city of destination in the NBA. Sorry, guys.
2: Well, and I think that it, was – It's you know, not.
1: I mean, Los Angeles is. Chicago is. New York is. Uh, Cleveland was strictly because of LeBron. Those are cities of destination. Uh, Golden State is even not – but the players they have there makes it. But Philadelphia is. Uh, they want to make these bigger cities, these bigger media markets. Uh, your boy Anthony Davis, you told me before the uh, before the show started, I saw this, but I'll let you uh, – Pelican fans, you think it's bad now? It could get worse. What did Anthony Davis allegedly just do?
2: Yeah, he just closed a deal on a $6.7 mansion in Woodland Hills, California, about 50 miles from the Staples Center in, uh, in L.A. Apparently everybody except Terry Waltrip and Jamie Foxx are going to Los Angeles. Um, but that is where he, he just closed on a real estate deal uh, there uh, in Los Angeles. Good luck paying taxes on that. By the way, but I don't think he's too concerned about that. A uh, lot to, uh, again, a lot to digest with the Boogie Cousins' decision. Number one, he his, and I, this is why. And I, talk, I did talk to Sean last night, and he was pretty devastated. I've, and I, I think I understand a little bit where he's. I mean, it, it, there was some momentum building in the uh, down in New Orleans with Cousins there and Rondo, and I think when the Arguably, Boogie Cousins was playing at his highest level to date when he tore that Achilles heel. Uh, it indicated there's no guarantee. Those things are tough to come back from. I'm not saying that he won't. He'll have the best medical care in the world to get him back up. But you're right. It's a, it, Chances are he won't open the season with the Lakers. Uh, it'll be a slow process, him getting back. How long? I mean, excuse me, with the Warriors. Ugh, I guess everybody's going to the Lakers. That's why I, I think that. It's a word out of everyone else's mouth. Um, if you want to believe the stories, guess who was one of the um, primary recruiters to get him in at Golden State? One, Draymond Green. Yeah. So. Draymond can now say, hey, there's somebody that people like less than me. Yes. <laughs> the. Uh, uh, the testicle kicker, uh, Draymond Green, was the one responsible for uh, uh, Boogie looking twice at uh, <clears throat> Jamie at at uh, Golden State, and that's that's where he is. So they open, they will not open the season with Boogie. It is a one-year deal. I don't think it's necessarily make good, but I don't know if they'll get rid of that return on investments. I assume his deal is he'll sign the max, right? Assuming that he is, and he could very well. I think the days of him coming back to New Orleans though are, are pretty much over.
1: This is uh, interesting. The referees are going to be giving out technical fouls, like dudes throwing beads off a Mardi Gras float between Draymond and Boogie. That's yeah. going to be your your who gets the most technicals. That's
2: that's wild. That'll be fun to watch. Um, again, I don't I don't know the the money in the NBA is just absolutely mind boggling. Just just take this for example, uh, Terry. We're talking about the Lakers, and you you mentioned about everybody's uh, Stevenson. Uh, set them back $4.5 million. Uh, Kentavious Colwell-Pope, $12 million. Rondo, $9 million. And uh, Julius Randle, who they let go, signed with the Pelicans for $18 million over Look, two Look, Rondo's years.
1: the only guy that can play out of that group other than LeBron. I, I understand that. These other cats, Stevenson and uh, Kentavious-Pope and JaVale McGee, you know how like you go to a store? Like Academy, I'll give you a good example. And out in front of Academy, they have, like, these folding tables with crap stacked up on them, like, from 1978.
2: Please take this off our hands. Yeah, but, you know,
1: buy one, get 12 free. Right. That's what the Lakers got in addition, other than Rondo. Rondo is – I think Rondo and LeBron will be good together. Uh, I disagree with Stephen A. Smith like that. They've got to get him a shooter. You know who would have been perfect on that team? It would have been an absolute perfect fit. Carmelo? Uh, No. (laughs) No. J.J. Redick. That would have that was the shooter that they needed, or even a Corver. Don't be surprised. I don't know what Corver's contract looks like. They've got to have a shooter on that team because nobody else can shoot. And so you'll see more zone defense than the seventh grade girls' team in the CYO league in New Orleans. But uh, and Sean, God, I can't believe we're right again. Sean says, "Look, I'm going to be the first to admit that uh, in the NBA, New Orleans is not a destination city. And and I'm not being critical. I'm just telling you the truth." Um, the Pelicans offered Boogie more money than the Warriors. True, but it wasn't about money for him. Uh, It wasn't max money. They wouldn't commit to a long term because they didn't have to. The Warriors said, hey, come in and prove it. And so this is Boogie's um, basically middle finger to New Orleans. He's going to end up getting max money, but it's going to be from somebody like the New York Knicks in 2019. And I I happen to agree with Sean, and then he'll go back, and he'll have his one ring (coughs) that they were going to get regardless of whether he came or not, and uh, be able to uh, to tell everybody for the rest of the crowd, hey, I want to check because it's all about championships, and if I can't build one, well, I can always join one.
2: Here's, here's the double whammy to New Orleans. In addition to losing Boogie and Rondo, I don't think the Pelicans, as a result of that trade, to bring him from Sacramento to New Orleans, I don't think this Pelicans have a first rounder till like 2027 or something like that. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. I don't think. I mean, I don't even know who the Pelicans drafted. I think I read it somewhere, but I don't. I think he was like on the second round or whatever. So, the Pelicans are not only losing marquee players, but they're also not able really to build through the. Of course, you don't necessarily have to, the way it is nowadays. You don't you build be, through
1: the draft and then.
2: No, but you you have to have at least. Uh, you know, be interesting now to see how Cleveland deals with Colin Sexton there with LeBron gone now. Whether they'll deal him. Or maybe try to build around him.
1: Cleveland but, is irrelevant at this point.
2: Uh, they are, and apparently so is New Orleans. But yes, uh, largely. I, I you think, got
1: you got Anthony Davis, who is an A plus player in the game, and you surrounded him with a bunch of uh, basically at best C players. It's kind of like Paul George going back to Oklahoma City. That stunned me as well. That Paul George Paul George is a B player. I mean, he's a B level, maybe a B plus. Never produced in the playoffs, uh, never been able to win. And you got Russell Westbrook and Paul Jordan, and then Carmelo. Carmelo's the next piece that goes to the Lakers, by the way, in my opinion. And I think they're going to give him like cab fare to come out there because Carmelo has got to validate his career somehow. Uh, I think he would like volunteer to be on the Warriors at this point. But look, the Lakers, they're not better than the Warriors. It's not even close. Uh, I don't think they're better than Houston, even with LeBron, and I'm a LeBron fan, just the, the, the supporting cast. They're not better than Houston. Uh, you know, Utah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's still a lot of things up in the air. You listen to Sports Talk, 97.7 Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie, they will be back in a minute. about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital, specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge.
0: If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I 20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355 8595. 355 8595.
2: Bored with a dead end job? Ready for a change? How about an exciting career in real estate? Cowell Banker Group One Realty can guide you through every step from real estate school to an enjoyable and profitable career. Our initial interview will give you the honest facts, good and bad, you need to know to make an informed decision. Call Daryl or Paula Beasley or Brian Rivera at 362-0007. Cowell Banker, the most trusted name in real estate. Each office independently owned and operated
3: amazon prime day returns july 16th it's an epic day and a half of our best deals so whether you're looking for flat screen tvs or footwear headphones or kitchenware beauty products or home furnishings you'll find tons of amazing deals on brands like gopro sony adidas and more all in one place don't miss amazon prime day starting july 16th through july 17th not a prime member start your 30-day free trial today
1: Did you know only 20% of job seekers get an interview? In
3: many cases, that's because companies use software to screen applications before anyone ever sees your resume. At Express Employment Professionals, we're your local resource to help you land that new job. Visit your nearby Express office today to speak with real professionals connected to the available jobs in your community. Express has 18,000 jobs available each week and never charges job seekers a fee. Visit ExpressPros.com to find the office nearest you. That's
1: ExpressPros.com.
0: How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the
1: edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7 Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. This segment of our show brought to you by my friend, attorney Bobby Manning, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, Whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Uh, FS goes stealing a line from Don DeVoe. The Lakers have plenty of shooters. They just don't have too many makers. Uh, It goes back to a line in coaching, uh, not a Don DeVoe line. I don't know who made this up, but it's actually true. You ever notice guys that can't shoot are always open? It's like receivers that can't catch a football. They're always open. Hey, yep. I'm open. No kidding.
2: You know, Seth Curry makes it when he's not open. Yeah,
1: but you're not Steph Curry, and no. Steph Curry's got more kids cut off their high school basketball team than you could ever imagine. I'm sure There's he did. He's jacking up crazy shows. Steph Curry, dude, you're not Steph Curry.
2: It's phenomenal.
1: Uh, I do want to get into this one though, to to stay with my favorite sport, which is basketball. Actually, my favorite sports football. Believe it or not. But uh, there'll since, be plenty of time since for we that have nothing soon. going on right now, other than the backup place kicker from Northwestern <laughs> State. Um, hey, you leave the Forkham Demons. Forkum Demons. Um, Australia and the Philippines had a basketball match yesterday, and the reason I call it a match, it turned into a WWE free for all, reminiscent of Malice in the Palace.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry I missed that. Oh, it was great. You got I mean, these are th- some throwdowns. Oh, I remember mallets in the Palace.
1: There was a guy that got hit with an elbow. Yeah, we go. Did not appreciate the elbow. Threw another one. And both benches cleared.
2: This is Australia. Australia, in the th- Australia
1: and the Philippines with about four minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, a Philippine player, Roger Pagoy, like uh, you know who that is. Close enough. Uh, elbowed an Australian dude in the jaw. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Pagoy got smacked in the mouth by his Australian teammate, Daniel something or another. Uh, it sparked a wild... you got to see this, man. It's the greatest thing ever. Both benches cleared and it became a scrum and the photographers are like... The flashes are going all, all over the gym. A dude named Thon Maker. Uh, Who? Thon Maker. He plays in the NBA. Okay. He actually was at New Orleans Country Day High School. Thon Maker was? For one game. Yeah. he Like he was enrolled at Country he, Day? No, he played one game and then went where? He uh, went to West Virginia, then he went to Canada. He's from, uh, I think, Senegal originally. But about 6'10", 6'11", they had a Sports Illustrated cover story on him, but he played one game down in... Uh, uh, it
2: sounds like he made the uh, he made the circuit in the States, uh, did he,
1: he? He was a free agent in high school. Yes, he was. <laughs> um, Apparently so. But, but, you know, lots of people have lots of money coming out of Senegal, yeah. and you get to pick and choose where you're going to go to school. At any rate, I digress. Uh, he plays for the Milwaukee Bucks now. He comes in throwing, now again, the guy's 6'10 and real tall, skinny dude, right? He comes in and throws flying knees, not elbows. He's throwing knees at the head of Filipino players
2: during the fight. And he's playing for Australia?
1: Uh, uh, yes. Who knows? Yeah, he, well, I mean, you go to high school in New Orleans, so okay. naturally you are so Australian.
2: I am getting the, I am getting the picture <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, you guys think you other people cheat? Day, yeah, this, from Australia, yeah you this
1: dude's commuting from Australia. You I, thought somebody going ten miles out of the way was a big
2: deal? Yeah, I've always heard Country Day recruits a lot of Australians. But, yeah, but yeah. Uh, okay, so you got to think of those are really bony, edgy, like, like oh yeah, like, dude, he's like, throwing like, them. They're like scalpels coming at you. You know, it's like a knife with the with the knees coming. At you. Man, this is like. Uh, this is like raw. This is this well, is um, there's only three Philippines martial arts. Yeah, there's only
1: three guys from the Philippines that finished the game. <laughs> they ejected everybody else.
2: How many of the Australians hung in there? Uh
1: one, two, three, four. Four Australians no, four Australians got kicked out. The entire Philippine squad minus three. It was like something out of uh I don't know, like a Van Damme movie or a Chuck Norris movie, too. are dudes fighting everywhere, they're running. It was Malice in the Palace.
2: Did, did Crocodile Dundee stay in the game or for Australia? I, I think. Certainly yeah, okay. hope so.
1: Okay, so predictably, you know, everybody, nobody, nobody blames, you know, nobody. nobody, it's nobody's fault. Well, it's the other guy's fault. Well, they did this. They did. Oh, well, now, three. It's now it's come out. Now, okay. now it's here come we, out. Here we go. Uh, predictably, and you knew this would come out. No matter what you do, you can always hang in on this, and and whether it's true or not, who knows? Um, yeah, the Australian. Players, uh, the Filipino players said the Australian players, including Thon Macker, were making racist statements to them. So, here we go. Since if if that occurred, uh, and we'll assume if, because none of us were there, uh, and plus it's a pretty good get out of jail free card, if you will. Uh, when I, in doubt, scream racist. Yeah, and I, I can go just throw knees at your head and, and it's all good. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. What had happened was they made this comment that I found offensive, so. Yeah.
2: I took my turn, and I bashed his brains in. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm Where like, where what is okay, you, you mentioned where is Thon's uh country of origin? Is it where's he obviously from? Australia? Okay, so he is a tall, skinny white guy, basically. No. No?
1: No. He would be considered African American. I'm no okay, now I'm making a judgment. I don't know what he identifies as, but if you pull him up on the internet, <laughs> You were like, eh, well, he's, that's a tall brother, man. Well, we can,
2: we, can, we can cover it all with saying he's very tall. Yeah, we, we pretty much cornered the market on that he's very tall. And he likes to throw knees. And when he's fighting, he comes at you like a kangaroo, like in his uh, native Australia. He comes at you with, you kangaroo. kangaroos are more dangerous with their with their legs than they are so, anything so else. So is
1: thought. Well, they listed so him, yeah, yes. list him on Wikipedia as a South Sudanese
2: Australian. Now, there's a. That's a unique combination. Yes, there are a number of, uh, okay, so how is this going to be uh, rectified now? Is I mean, uh, other than making the, the comment, I mean, if, is Philippines suing Australia over this? Um, we have an international incident as a result? Or? I don't
1: know. The uh, Philippine mm-hmm. people are like, hey, we're really sorry about all this happening.
2: Oh, see, the Philippines are very contrite. Yes. Well,
1: I think it was in the Philippines where this actually happened. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, you got to see the video. It, it, it is wild. Uh
2: there's some Apparently, there's some elbows and, and everything's flying here.
1: Yes. Uh, after assaulting two other Filipino players, then turning and running around, uh, the dude got chased across the court. Uh, Thon? This is the kicker dude from Australia that originally threw the uh, the second punch. Uh, but then uh, he started dancing and gesturing to the Filipino players. Uh, dude, it was malice in the palace.
2: Nothing like dancing and gesturing to to bring out the and, iron and th- this is a the this is Filipinos. a Filipino.
1: It's funny because depending on what reference that you support, kind of like our news media today. Depending on which side you are, mm-hmm. uh, depends on how it's reported. And this is a uh, this is a Filipino news report I'm looking at. Noticeably, Kicker—that's the Australian dude that threw the second punch. His behavior goes largely largely unscrutinized by the Australian commentators, save for a few benign
2: remarks. Let me <laughs> ask you. I, I wonder if this could be um, solved on the soccer field now. Because, you know, the World Cup to me so far has been pretty much a love fest. Maybe I'm missing something here. But we could all put them out. Let, maybe is that still going out. on? It is, as far as I know. Uh, I've, I've kind of lost count and interest. But I think that, and, and I'm a bad Bad the American team, up.
1: we got beat, what, in like the first day of the first match or something? Well, or did we forfeit or what? We
2: win, we the Austria knocked them out. And then, it went beat them. To, then it went to, I think, uh, Sterlington in the second round. Sterlington eliminated? Yeah, them. and that's double elimination, and boom, they're gone. So now you got to pick for. Speaking of Senegal, isn't Senegal still alive in the World Cup? Dude, I don't know. I have no idea. I, look, and I look. I know we got a lot of people. Is John in- asleep over there? No, not, like, yeah, yeah, John, you're you're our guy. You're our no, guy. I'm I'm here. I'm just pretending that y'all aren't speaking right now. I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> I don't blame you uh, whatsoever. Actually, I'm uh, I'm paying attention to the Switzerland Sweden match. See, yeah, I'm on there the edge go. of my seat
1: for that one too.
2: No, I I kind of <laughs> I kind of would like to see that one. Uh, Why? Well, because you're. Let's see, John, aren't you? Have you aren't taken take an Ambien no, to go aren't to you sleep tonight? Or down to the? I think we're down to the final eight, aren't we? Or six or something like we've that. we've got anyway. six of the final eight teams they've got the last two round of 16 I games got eliminated. Today. I did see that yeah we'll see Switzerland and that's Sweden I bet you um so if you're necessarily let's say you're uh you know how, how do you, you've – got this international incident now over elbows and then all the uh, the, the uh, epitaphs are being you know yelled at one another what do you, how do you settle this I mean,
1: the FIBA has to step in, and, and FIBA is the. Uh, I mean,
2: if you're Australia, you do a slap a tariff on, uh, on the Philippines or something, or what do you do? I mean, how do you how do you rectify this unfortunate incident because it's it, it got it, apparently from what you're telling, and I did not see it. Find
1: them, find them, find them. That's what you do. Make them go to Lithuania and
2: play. <laughs> <laughs> make them make them join the LeVar Ball's, uh, what is it, D-League, G-League?
1: Make them have a LeVar Ball intervention. That, see, go. that'll solve all
2: the problems. Uh, we, I hey, knew if we talked about this long enough. Any issues kind of that an you answer.
1: have, LeVar Ball is going to mediate this, and you have to sit in a locker room with him for three hours. Dude, we're sorry. We will never make any comments ever again under any circumstances. Hey, LeVar
2: Ball, there's your, there's
1: your solution to all that.
2: All right. So now we are, I think, uh, let's get a Switzerland on Sweden update. I think we're still 0-0 belly so yes zero 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 here we go so it's been zero zero for like a week we're gonna we're gonna leave on an up note switzerland sweden
1: we come back uh i do want to do one more little uh lebron james thing i think this is kind of funny uh so he signs one hundred and forty five million we One hundred forty-five million dollars. yeah he's the biggest like story in sports okay uh people that don't understand that uh, that would be me <laughs> uh at any rate he has a tax bill that's gonna be due out of that hundred and forty-five million dollars that he's gonna make, I'm gonna tell you how much he's gonna pay in taxes. It will blow your mind. You're listening to sports talk 977, Terry Walter, JB Fox, back on Memento La Edge. Rocket Fast Car Watch Rocket Fast, it's a blast, and your vehicle is clean.
3: At Rocket Fast, our immaculate grounds, friendly attendance, and the most free wax anywhere will let you know that we care. Get more for your money with our exclusive bug wash prep stations, wall of foam, colorful soaps, and LED light show for a fun car wash for everyone. And with our Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you want for as little as $19.95 per month. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Now with seven locations from Monroe to Shreveport. At First Guarantee Bank, we know what it takes to help businesses grow. Funds, precisely why we're making it easier than never to afford a business loan with fixed rates as low as five and a half percent for five years you could buy commercial property or equipment your business needs and we'll even pay third party closing costs up to seventy five hundred dollars now that's banking the way you do business welcome to first guarantee bank welcome to fanatical banking new money only all loans subject to underwriting credit worthiness and bank approval available while funds last for more information visit fgb.net remember fdic paid announcer dramatization <sighs>
0: today is a great day to get injured in a car wreck
3: said no one ever if your
1: plans have been drastically changed due to someone else's negligence call campbell house and cummins in monroe wade house knows personal injury law and he'll work tirelessly to help you get back on track to schedule a free consultation visit 318law.com campbell house and cummins helping people it's what we do
2: Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bozier City. On sale now, a brand-new three-bedroom, two-bath home for only $32,995. Or how about a brand-new four-bedroom double-wide for only $58,995. All homes include delivery up to 150 miles at Greg Tilly's in Bozier City. Who
0: has the cheapest prices around? It's Metal Mart in Monroe. Metal Mart now stocks markdown seconds and thirds. You heard right. Metal Mart has seconds and thirds in stock, and
2: they're marked down to the lowest prices. Don't pay more. Stop by Metal Mart, 5930 Frontage Road behind Sam's and Monroe, or call 343-3900. 343-3900. Check them out on Facebook at Metal Mart Monroe. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. We're living on
0: living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop.
1: Hey, welcome back in sports talk. 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, rolling here on the edge of the segment brought to you by our friends, Billy justice and vantage. So, uh, my last part of LeBron today, which I think is really interesting to see where that last domino is going to fall. Uh, so there's a, there's a guy named Devin Nunez, which is, a, uh, I think, a House Republican from California. Yep. And uh, tweeted out, the California Democratic Party tweeted out to LeBron James, Welcome to the neighborhood, King James. Once you've moved in, register to vote. And they give him the, the link, which, hey, great, go vote. man. I, I encourage everybody to vote. I don't care how you vote. But I encourage you to participate in that process that a lot of people have died to protect. Uh, So, Devin Nunes, who is a House representative, says, uh, LOL, prepare to pay the highest taxes you have (laughs) ever had in your career. You should have held out for more money just to afford the Moonbeam weather tax bill. So, I started thinking, okay, how much money actually is he going to be paying in taxes? I'm just kind of curious. So, this is is my Cracker Jack research. He's uh, 145 million dollars over 4 years, Jamie. Right. California has the highest not only do they have the highest sales tax in America, even surpassing Louisiana. They have 7 and a quarter percent sales tax, but this is just their state income tax, right? It's right at 13%. 13 and change. State income tax. LeBron is going to be coughing up 20 just under 20 million dollars
2: in taxes. But wait, there's more. That doesn't include his property taxes, right? No, no, that's just just state state income. Yeah,
1: that's just state tax. Twenty million dollars. This, okay, you're old guys. You'll appreciate this. This is three times what the six million dollar man cost back in the day. (laughs) LeBron's taxes. That's just twenty million dollars in state income
2: tax. And let's just assume. I don't know. Maybe I'm. By the way, Anthony Davis is fixing to get a piece of that too, because he just, uh, as I said earlier in the in the broadcast, we uh, six point seven million dollars a mansion. So I don't know what the property taxes are on that. I don't assume since he's not living there yet. I assume he's not a resident LeBron's yet. LeBron's paying three
1: and a half times what Anthony Davis' crib cost in taxes. <laughs> let's put right. that in perspective. Let's,
2: let's, yeah, that's thank you, Terry. That that will put it in perspective for you. That's what he'll be paying in state income taxes. Now, that won't include again uh, you know obviously he goes out and buys a, a maybe a, a I don't know maybe a six pack of beer or something that's going to be probably15 dollars $15. 15 bucks uh, and then the and then the property taxes become due and I'm sure which will be a multi-million dollar mansion as well.
1: can you see LeBron's accountant you know because LeBron doesn't deal with most of this stuff right can you see his accountant when all that stuff comes due like dang 20 million dollars.
2: <laughs> Yeah, and that's I and I guess when you think, you look at one hundred forty five million It's five go, a year.
1: Five million a year
2: yeah. in in taxes. Right. Roughly. Um I don't care if you are making that kind of money. I don't want to pay that kind of taxes. Jimmy, five million a year. Five million dollars a year in taxes. That's not federal tax. That's California. That's just, yeah, we haven't even gotten into federal tax. Okay, so. when A Broadway vendor, like a subway with a will work for food. When, when Terry threw out that, that figure of $20 million, he was just talking about California property taxes. No, California income tax. Income tax. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. We forgot, state in, you know, the federal tax, income tax. Yeah, that's going to cost we a little forgot, bit. We um, forgot uh, California property taxes, which will be, Astronomical. You
1: have the highest sales tax in America. High in sales
2: tax. Yeah.
1: Good luck. Now, LeBron may single handedly keep California from going uh, under.
2: For if you're, years. if you're, I mean, and I don't know, you want you're going there because you you want to be a, a mogul. Mogul. And it's mogul all, time. Well, you want You better be able to double that 145 million because you're going to pay out the wazoo in taxes. And um, now let's uh, let's do a quick. Uh, I think, and Terry, correct me on this. I think I can name these all because this is the way I think, and I'm cheap. Um, Florida, Texas, Tennessee, Utah. Um, you got Colorado. Name. I think. Oh, I'm sure Colorado has one. Well, they got enough weed right now. They don't have to worry about that anymore. They don't even need. Profit if I was taxes paying either.
1: five billion dollars a year in uh, in state income tax, I might have to hit that myself. <laughs> yeah, and would you, numb the. Pain. I would want one. God, about, it hurts so much. <laughs> I would
2: want a bong about that long if I was told. If, if I'm LeBron and they just tell me what my tax bill oh, is. Oh God, it hurts. Make um, it stop. But anyway, those are at least five states I can name. Notice none of them are east. Um that don't pay any kind of – and he did for a while live. And you would think after his experience in Miami going, hey, I'm keeping most of my dough down here. I don't think that's even registered with LeBron. I, you know, I promise well, you. He's right. making so
1: much money he ain't worried about it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I just think differently. But that's why I'm poor and doing radio, and he's – Not. He's cashing checks that are worth more than I'll ever make in a week, a month, a year, 14 years, 16 years. He doesn't care. I mean, but – um. With will this translate? I think at the at the end of the day, will this really translate to world hey. championships? And I'm not sure it will. Let, like, let, me, let me give
1: you another stupid stat. I love these stupid stat. Panther fan, appreciate the the text in there. LeBron is paying thirteen thousand six hundred ninety-eight dollars a day in California state income tax. <laughs> thirteen grand a day. Jamie
2: Fox, How's that for you, the Golden State? Yeah. 13 change a day. Plus, the people are nuts. I don't know why, but if you're a nut, you, you live in California. And I love, I've been to California, and I love it, but it, the weather is fantastic. Okay, but
1: let me break That's $570 a minute. <laughs> it's a little bit more than we make.
2: Makes me pine for Ruston and North Louisiana. I didn't think yeah. anything would ever make me pine for North Louisiana and Ruston and Monroe and West Monroe, but... When I hear those kind of numbers as far as taxes, I'm going. I will get on my knees and thank my lucky stars. Okay,
1: so I want to go to my most con- since this we're not we're off tomorrow uh, with Fourth of July. We're off I hope every you guys. Yeah, we're <laughs> always off. Yes. I'm curious on this, and I, like I said, I had a couple people ask me to do it, and you know, of course, I don't mind doing some controversial stuff uh and i know the area that we're in and uh in in true reference i used to be a hunter when i was a kid i hunted a lot of stuff did you uh yep i I still fish when i get a chance i hadn't hunted in like many many years because it coincides with basketball season and that was sort of paying the bill so not because i have a moral outrage against it or anything i just it's expensive now and you got to get up early and it's cold and uh three things that uh I'm just uh, having aversion to spending a whole lot of money getting up when it's cold and getting up.
2: That may be the only thing we agree on. Yeah. I I uh, feel the same way. It's
1: it's, it's cold and it's dark. And uh, yeah. At any rate, uh, there is a huge backlash going on because now everybody's governed by their feelings. How does this make me feel? Uh, There is a young lady from Tennessee, and uh, they describe her as Huntress Tess Thompson Tally. Huntress? Huntress. She's, she's not a hunter because she's a chick, so she's a huntress,
2: right? All right, so she packs a lot of heat.
1: She's packing some heat, and uh, she had a trophy hunt in Africa. Okay. Girls from Kentucky, and uh, they took a picture in a post hunt. She sh- uh, The picture shows herself, her rifle, and she killed a giraffe. Oh. Uh, it's a black giraffe. Okay. Um. Uh, white giraffe, black giraffe, anyway, it's a black giraffe, and you can see the dude in the picture, he's, like, very dark, at any rate, um, she puts the thing out on social media herself, and the caption the photo, prayers for my once-in-a-lifetime dream hunt came true today, spotted this rare black giraffe bull, stalked him for quite a while, I knew it was the one, he was over 18 years old, 4,000 pounds, and we were blessed to be able to get 2,000 pounds of meat from him. And so uh, naturally, people have lost their mind. Come to find out, um, well, well, it's a rare giraffe, it's an endangered species. Naturally, all the celebrities took time from their Trump bashing to go after this girl, uh, including Deborah Messing, who it's a heartless, selfish, amoral murder uh what uh, what else that's she have? that's because
2: deborah messing hasn't eaten anything in the last 16 uh, years at any she's rate jealous.
1: apparently this is not a endangered species and when they get older like that they become uh uh subject to uh predators killing mm-hmm. them or, or, or what have you um it's not a endangered species and she said look Part of the reason that we do this is the hunters and conservation efforts are paid in large part by big game hunting. The breed is not rare in any way other than it was very old. Giraffe gets darker with age. Uh, She goes, I get hunting's not for everyone, but that's what makes this world great is the differences. But to make threats to anyone, uh, she's gotten death threats. Uh, They don't believe what you do is completely unacceptable. If it was any other belief, it was different. Threats and insults would not be uh, accepted. They would be de- deemed hideous. However, for some reason, it's okay to act this way because it is hunting. People are losing their mind. Naturally, all of the um, all of the the people that it just the giraffe just wanted to live his life in comfort. And you know, they make a lot of money off big game hunting in Africa. They use it to do uh, you know upkeep of. Uh, conservation efforts, things of this nature. And naturally, a lot of people are upset. because It's like the, the Cecil the lion. They pick it at the dentist office that, that killed the lion because he was a beloved family pet and brought the paper to people. No, he was a lion that ripped the heads off stuff because that's what lions do. Yes, they do. Uh, thoughts on that, Jamie?
2: Well, I think that um, if you're – we know a lot of – we have, of course, every Tuesday, Glenn Harris, our outdoorsman, and um, I think to this day, Glenn, and, and he's probably right, probably thinks me and my and the son that I raised are the two biggest sissies in the world because we don't like to, to hunt or fish very much. And, we, and he's probably right. Mueller should
1: investigate. But,
2: but I will say this, and I, and I know several of my friends that are, are big hunters. I will say this, and I truly think that ma- majority of the hunters in, in our area are some of the best conservationists you'll ever find on the planet. They, they really do try to... Uh, Really manage what they and and most of them do kill for the consumption of the meat and so forth and that was what our little our little uh, tigeress or gundress. the huntress was, huntress thank you uh, she uh, alluded to as well um, most of the time I, I I truly believe this was a selected kill so to speak so it was uh, not an endangered species I hate to see giraffes you know get taken out but I don't one thing that um, when I lived in Alabama they had a they brought in uh, a bow hunting season in one of the state parks there simply because there were so many, so much, so many deer. They were they were starving to death. Yeah, they overpopulate. They overpopulate, and in some areas that's the thing. And I would, you, you have to do some of this as as part of uh, management. And Take so, some
1: of these nut jobs out and let them watch. Animals starving to death. It's and not a pretty sight. Do understand side. the c- conservation part of it? We're late for a break. We're going to come back. I got a bunch of text on this. I figured we would. Uh, we'll come back here in a minute. Uh, the last segment of the Edge pre Fourth of July. Listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, Tabor running the board, and probably still asleep after watching. I don't blame him. Whoever the listening uh,
2: to us, not Switzerland, Sweden.
1: No, Switzerland, Sweden. Boy, I can't wait for the outcome on that one. At any rate, the Edge back in a minute.
3: If you could talk to your animal when they say They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545.
1: On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay, call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition
3: Jessica LaDue, member and employee for Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washtenaw Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washtenaw Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln,
0: How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let
1: him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7 Terry Waldrop. Jamie Foxx rolling here on the last edition of the edge prior to the 4th of July. Jamie, what you got 4th of July, man?
2: It'll be a quiet one. Quiet there, one will not, there will not be any firework at the Fox household, but uh, we will um, be grateful for uh, doing what we should be doing, thanking for uh, a great country, a great such as your sons who protect our country and giving thanks for people like John Tabor who served our country. And that's what we're going to do. We're just going to be observant. And uh, I like to kind of watch all the uh, patriotic uh,
1: Displays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: like especially at night when they, they do the fireworks and everything, and I think I'm just going to use it as a reflective time and uh, be grateful uh, for the many blessings that Well,
1: well you'll like this one, have. man. You'll, you'll like this one. I have, uh, you know, my son is going my youngest, so we're going to be empty nest here pretty quick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, leaving in August, he's got uh, basic training and then AIT with the military prior to starting ULM in January. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and I have not been on a vacation together in a long, long time. So i, I, I got a deal for you. Can,
2: you can break it now? You can break the news? or Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: And so, I'm, no, I'm not going to tell you where. Oh, okay. So I've got a deal for I told her about two weeks ago when I was in Hawaii, like, look, we're going to go on like a four-day little mini vacation. Uh-huh. And she goes, great, where? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. And so we're going to leave uh, on the 5th of July,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, headed out to, uh, to, quote, Dick Cheney, an unknown, undisclosed location. Okay, and uh, she has no idea where I'm going to take her.
2: Well, listen, you've done this to me before. Uh, I've never I, taken you anywhere. No, you've, you've. I, I just, you say I'm in an undisclosed I'm location. An so, undisclosed location. So that's why we always refer to it as you're in witness protection or something. I mean, there's days that I'm just like, what? We, we don't know what I'm <clears> teriors, the only but person
1: but. that knows my daughter. Okay, and uh, that's my. And she told me that's hey, your confidant. Like, yes, it is. Okay, and so uh, yeah, I've got a surprise for well, How do I pack?
2: Like, well, it's hot, but it's not the beach.
1: So are we going east, west, north, or south?
2: Yes. Based on one I based on what I've heard of this location, uh, yes, dress lightly.
1: Yeah, dress lightly. lightly. Yeah.
2: Bring a maybe a sweater, but but I mean at night, but yes, yeah, uh, dress lightly. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Probably not, but just in case. Uh
1: Shane says, uh and Shane, thank you for your service. I served also and on the fourth of July I'll be changing my brakes and rotors. And also changing my oil. <laughs> well, See, Shane, Shane, that sounds like a pretty productive day to me. Uh, uh, Shane also came up with our, uh, our Huntress yes. test that has infuriated all the Hollywood nut jobs. Yes. You know, let me ask you a quick question about that. And Shane said, hey, we need human conservation for people who are offended by everything uh fs says she was culling the herd to improve conditions for the younger giraffes no big deal sounds like fs has some hunting experience mm-hmm. and has a rational mindset um uh, people now just are crazy about stuff you know if you don't you, hitler how long before this lady's compared to Hitler? hitler liked to kill animals too actually hitler liked animals but that's another he did. for another day right. uh yeah so the conservation part of sport You know, I grew up reading Field and Stream, Outdoor Life, and you know they're very big on conservation. You look at Ducks Unlimited Mm, and some of these other organizations that are very, very big on the conservation aspect of, of game. A lot of these uh, African countries that people go on—it's very, very expensive, by the way, to go do that. Now, is that my cup of tea? No, I I probably wouldn't do that and spend LeBron tax money doing that. But a lot of people, or a significant number of people, want to do that. More power to them. Uh, these countries can sell licenses in these trips. You know, it's like going to – I've got friends of mine that go to Argentina to go dove hunting. You ever heard about the, the Argentina uh, dove hunts?
2: Yes, I actually have heard Do of Do they that.
1: literally throw them in the back of a pickup truck? There's so many of them. Mm. I mean, literally – there are no limits there, apparently.
2: Doves are everywhere. Doves are
1: everywhere. And you know what? The people go and shoot by the bushel barrel, and they're there the next year.
2: Well, it's like if I mean, we don't. If, what if we weren't doing anything to call the feral hog issue in our area? Where, where are the feral? Where will hog, we be? Where
1: are the protest? Where's Deborah messing for the feral hogs? Yeah, well, they got feelings too. They don't want to be bacon, right? Where's Deborah on that? How, matter of fact, we should catch some hogs and go let them loose on Deborah's property. I don't think Deborah would be too
2: pleased with us on that move. But again, she doesn't see. She can't think that deeply. Um, it's all about emotion with Deborah. I
1: feel bad. And all the, you know, I'm sitting there going, you know, all What's and I'm, feelings? I'm, well, Jamie, I'm sort of all over the map politically. You know this. Yes. My close friends know it. I mean, I, I, I've, I'm out there. Uh, but
2: well, that's I, been established for quite some time now. Uh, yeah.
1: But, uh, but I'm actually a true independent. I've got tendencies, um, all sorts of ways uh, on the parties. But
2: I'm pretty sure you know how you identify. But other than that, I'm uh, a dude. Yeah, but okay. Today I'm
1: in a, identifying as a guy. Tomorrow I might be a girl. Uh, the next day, it might
2: be a light post. Uh, are you self-identifying today? Perhaps people would say today we're self-identifying as hunters.
1: We're self-identifying or at least uh,
2: Or at least understanding the importance most concert, uh, hunters yeah, play they, in conservation. You
1: and I are not hunters. No, we're not. Okay, and, and I've said that. I, I have nothing against You know, I'm not a scuba diver either, but I understand what they do. I'm not a butcher, but I understand butchers have. Oh, this was a, a great thing the other day. I'll let you guys on this one. In Toronto. They have a restaurant called Antlers. It's a way to sit this to me and to remind me of it. They have a restaurant called Antlers, and they serve wild game. Yes. With A, a bunch of vegans were protesting outside of Antlers. You know, the, the meat is murder crowd mm-hmm. and, you know, the pink hats, the whole nine yards, right? <laughs> well, the owner of Antlers decided, okay, and they had a you know, big crowd out of his restaurant. And so he has his, uh, his staff clear off a window you know in front you know they're outside because they can't come in right so they're yelling through a window at the customer so he moves the tables and brings a butcher block out in front of the window (laughs) and proceeds to butcher a deer leg in front of the protesters that was epic,
2: right? How did what was the reaction we got? They from? lost
1: their mind I'm sure they even did more. And apparently word got out yes. that he was doing this, and it was it was standing room only in the restaurant as people came down to see the uh, triggered ones, uh, just completely lose their mind Some, And also to support this guy.
2: Something tells me that may have been one of the highest grossing days in Antlers history. Yeah, uh, no, just,
1: hey, you, you think you don't like it now? Wait till you say, hey, hold my beard, watch this. <laughs>
2: Let me show you exactly how we do this here at Antlers, and I'm sure they lost their minds. Um, that's that's. I mean, what do
1: you? You're but you're a vegan, and you know you should you should not eat meat because it was not there. And they interviewed some of the people that you know all this cow wanted to do was just have a normal life like everybody else and get a job and have a bank account. And I mean, it's and, a cow, and,
2: and and you know, and, and pay pay property, my taxes, pay property taxes. I don't pay what LeBron does. I mean, I'm a deer. Uh, hey, I, I, that's what I pine I to do is is move out to L.A. and and pay uh, state income tax, property taxes, and or I can stay out at the uh, you know the wildlife refuge here in um, Black Bayou or, and live a pretty happy life. Got to avoid a few shotguns every once in a while, but hey.
1: Boy, that's the thing. It was but, funny, uh, 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 Panther uh, Fran I appreciate the comment. In Hawaii uh it's a very progressive society and i love hawaii I love the people but they're very uh, progressive primarily in their thoughts uh without a sinister portion that, mm-hmm. that some people as- ascribe to that at, at times sea turtles are a big thing in hawaii yes they are okay they are like uh protected you could axe murder seven people they're like yeah but don't, don't leave the don't, sea turtle don't, alone don't, try not to do that again okay that's right. just not really nice but if you come and take a picture or a selfie with a sea turtle, dude, they will beat you unmercifully.
2: Just a just a, a selfie with them. They,
1: the... you don't... And they have people, they have a place called Turtle Beach, mm-hmm. obviously, because they have a bunch of turtles
2: there. Mm-hmm.
1: And you can take pictures, but you have to maintain a certain distance. Oh, wow. And if you get too close, they literally have these women that will come out from under rocks like ninjas.
2: And attack you. And attack you. I, I, the funny thing is... That, well, why don't they just put up like a... Uh, like we do here, like these little orange
1: free-range turtles, Jamie. Oh, turtles yeah. coming off the beach to kind of lay out. So you got to give them their range. Got to give them their range. the funny thing is, the Hawaiians like to eat turtles, so there's sort of a, a little uh, a little issue going on there. But they will come out like ninjas and attack you. and attack people. That uh, the funny thing Leave is, the sea
2: turtles alone
1: at, at any given time in Oahu, which is Waikiki and you know Pearl Harbor, the whole nine yards. The population, the tourists. It's probably about 40 to 45% Japanese because it's a 10 hour flight from Tokyo in Japan. So there's a, a ton of Japanese people over there. Well, they apparently don't read English as well as what uh, some of the turtle protectors think that they should. Mm-hmm. And so they're taking pictures and everything, and they'll come up and get. And these people will go crazy. Of course, the Japanese are like, what?
2: You, you, what, what are you doing? Ufo-ling.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're. But it's funny, just to it's It's almost like Mardi Gras at times. You just sit back and watch,
2: that's the most entertaining part of it. Uh, well, you've been to Hawaii so many times. I'm sure that's kind of, uh, this is what you do now. It never you gets got... old, though. I, like,
1: I love to watch the, the uh, we call them whale wars, people.
2: So the, actually, Terry, you've given me a thought here. Next year, I may take the, the junket to Hawaii with you, and uh, and we'll dine. Our first night's meal will be sea turtle and spam uh, soup. What do you think?
1: Uh, uh, we're going to close on this one, I think Matt's got a great point. He goes, I think what bothers most people is the bragging by showing your catch. He goes. Uh, Matt said, "I personally hunt, but find those that need to post a selfie with a dead animal to be crass and tasteless. Maybe one day a species will evolve to do the same with us. Quite possibly." Well, I've always we call said that if, ISIS,
2: right? now. I've always said, if you really want to be sporting about it, give the deer and something, uh, you know, arm them as well and let them shoot back. If you want to make it a true sport, but hey, but uh, you know, it's but they are I, our I, conservation. Matt, they I appreciate
1: really it. Are. I do like people's point of view, and I, and I think Matt's got a point. There's a lot of people that hunt that wouldn't put that on there, yeah. but then again. Um, uh, you know, this person obviously proud of what they did. You know, it's like people that, that catch a bunch of fish. You know, th- th- those fish are not going to go back into the pond and swim and pay taxes. They're uh, they're going to end up in uh, in the skillet somewhere.
2: Well, Terry, uh, to you and all the audience, happy Fourth! I'm sure a lot of us wish, uh, probably our listeners wish that we would take the Fourth off permanently. And we are.
1: We're taking the Fourth off every Fourth of July. We're taking. I appreciate it to Gary and and Sean everybody for letting us do that. Uh, thank you for joining us today, folks, spending a little part of your morning with us. Appreciate our sponsors, uh, which is Ouachita Valley Federal Credit Union, our friends at Spa Neville, uh, our attorney, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney-at-law, GB Cooley, Vantage, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see them on US 165 North in Monroe.